today on the TMZ Podcast. Hello and welcome to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton and joining me today is Eunice Elliott. How are you, Eunice? I'm amazing, Charlie Cotton. Thanks for having me. Good, good. I'm glad you're here. This is your TMZ Podcast debut. It is. I'm, I'm super excited. I'm not sure what I'm in store for. Actually, I know exactly what I'm in store for because I listen and watch every day. No way. <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> <laughs> so you've only been at TMZ a little while. Wow. You have had a meteoric rise, Eunice. I remember meeting you on the tour bus like two months ago. Yeah. And you now you're like the host of the selfie tour we've got. You're on TMZ Live. You're on the TMZ podcast. And I think I either owe it all to you or I have you to blame. Right, right. <laughs> One or the other. Depends the on other. the day. Yeah, exactly. I met exactly. you on the tour. I engaged with you heavily on the tour. And I was like, this girl is smart. I was like, <laughs> she's got it. This is very, you're very like TMZ. Sometimes I just think like Harvey. You know what I mean? And I can, Eunice, she's got something. You know yes. what I mean? And, and so look you, you brought now. me in and Harvey said, Eunice, you've got something. So it's been fun figuring <laughs> out. Figuring out what I got. It's been cool. All right. Podcast number one. Let's see how it goes for you, let's Eunice. See. Let's see. Uh, we're going to talk about Dr. Phil. He's coming back to TV on his own network. He's got his own network and he's going to do like a nightly Dr. Phil coming out soon. We'll also kind of reluctantly talk about Kyle Richards again. Reluctantly so. Because she is now walking back her divorce comments. This is in the wake of her saying, look, we're getting divorced. And now she's like, oh, I misspoke. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Slip up. But to begin with, Kim Kardashian's Big Monday Night. She started out at the Fashion Awards and she ended up at Odell Beckham's birthday party. What a night, Eunice. I wish I was there. I mean, to be beautiful, rich, and invited to things. Imagine yeah, that. <laughs> imagine. Totally. Imagine. You and me both. <laughs> so at the Fashion Awards, there was a bunch of celebrities there and Hathaway, Martha Stewart, Mary J. Blige, Naomi Watts, Lala Anthony, Laurie Harvey. Uh, it was a very glamorous event. It was, it was some sort of, it was the America's Oscars for fashion. That's what they call yes, it. Yes, yeah, the Council of Fashion Designers of America. And you know what? I think it was a red carpet opportunity because with the strike, uh, these stars are missing the red carpet. They're not True. allowed to walk red carpets for months. So I'm sure this fed the souls of a lot of narcissists. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> no, no, they you're look right. beautiful, though. But, you know, it's like once you've gotten a, um, accustomed to being on a red carpet every other week, now you've been without a red carpet for months. How are you surviving? I agree. Where's that ego sustenance coming from? This was it. The Fashion Awards. Yes. So I'll tell you a couple of the winners from the Fashion Awards. Serena Williams won the fashion icon, which I, I get. Rightfully like, so. Rightfully so. She's fashionable on and off the court. Like she brought like fashion to women's tennis in a way that wasn't before. Like she was so glamorous on the court. And now off the court, she's doing a lot of things in fashion as well. She looked great on the night. And she's gone to school for fashion design. She oh, has, has her she? own fashion label. She and her sister. But I would say she has changed fashion, not just in women's tennis, but also men's tennis. Men's uh, tennis outfits are getting very flashy. And I think Serena was the first one to really buck the traditions of how you dress when you're winning championships. You're right. They're trying to catch up 
to what they're trying. They're, they're, they're trying, but they haven't. They need some more diamantes and stuff like that on their outfit. Well, you know, they can. I think the guys tend to go more for colors than actual style, whereas women go more for style versus color. Because you're right. Like a little while ago, it used to be all like Wimbledon, like where they just wear all white. Exactly, exactly. And even Serena, she would wear the white, but it would be white in Serena's way. Yes. And it calls a lot of brouhaha in real time, but it has the trickle down effect. We're seeing more interesting uh, tennis costumes, and I say costumes because <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. I think they qualify as costumes and not uniforms or, you know, often, athletic wear. Often. Yeah. Also, the Innovation Award went to Goop. Uh, you know Goop? Yeah. Well, not personally, Gwen- but yeah, I've heard Gwyneth of it. Gwyneth Paltrow's brand, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow, which I think that's a great idea for the Innovation Award because you know what she brought us? I don't. Absolutely don't. The <laughs> vagina candle. Okay. You know the vagina candle? I don't know it. You don't know this? I've heard of it, but I don't know it. Is the same? Is it the same as like a hot vagina, or is an actual candle? Okay, I'm not sure what a hot vagina is. Well, then that's on you. (laughs) I mean, this is a family show. Is this a family show? Um, somewhat. I mean, driving to work type show. (laughs) Um, I won't tell you what I have. Gwyneth Paltrow made a candle that smells like her vagina. That's what she did, and she sells it on Goop, and that's what. So I think. And we are awarding her for this. She wins the Innovation Award. Like, who else is doing that? Congratulations, There's a Gwyneth. reason why no one is doing that. Actually. I mean, if I got it for, like, a Christmas present, if I got it in a stocking, I would light that bad boy up and enjoy my night. Okay, but you wouldn't buy it. You wouldn't purchase it for yourself. No. Okay. It's, it's more of a gag gift, you know what I mean? And you would gag, smelling yeah. the scent <laughs> of right. Gwyneth's vagina. Vagina. At least it's not a butt candle, Right. I would actually probably prefer a butt candle. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. Um, Odell Beckham had his birthday party on the same night, on Monday night. So Kim Kardashian went like party hopping. Mm-hmm. She went to this fashion awards. Then she went to Odell Beckham's birthday, which is interesting because they've been like romantically linked for the past few months. Yeah, but I don't think it's anything. I think they're doing the same thing. I still believe Travis uh, Kelsey and Taylor are doing. I think optics. If you and, optics. If you and I were cool, cooler than we are, and we yeah. were both rich and famous, we would have fun just hanging out, watching people talk and speculate about us. And that's yeah. what I think this is. We hang out with nobodies all the time. No one cares. They hang out with somebodies, and so we try to make a story of it. Fair enough. I agree, yeah. but we need content. Well, okay. Well, then, yes, I think they are in a relationship. <laughs> right, right. I'm sorry. I forgot. Definitely. Yes, they love each other very uh, much. Because <laughs> he is 31. She's 43. And? I just think that would be a nice little, you know, sort of Listen, like Mrs. Robinson. Young men love us older women. Yes. I'm telling you. And they're very aggressive. And I don't oh. always win the fight. Oh, oh, Eunice, <laughs> yes. Get it, Eunice. I'm trying. This is just the first of three stories we're doing, and already I want you back on the pod. <laughs> this is fantastic. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back, and you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N.
Okay, moving on to the next story. Kyle Richards. She is now walking back her divorce comment as it's revealed that there's no prenup between the two of them, Kyle Richards and Maurizio. Mm -hmm. Let's listen to her. Uh, she talked to Andy Cohen on Watch What Happens Live, which was in front of a live audience at BravoCon. I still consider my marriage uh, with Mauricio a success. We're still a love story. Um, I love him very much. Also, I misspoke on the carpet today. Two times I had to correct someone when they said divorce. I said separated, and then I went and said it. And then it went everywhere, so that was my bad. Okay, so, okay. We're still good, amicable. I love that statement. That is, I love that you statement. You don't believe it. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I accidentally said the word divorce because I'd been denying we've been having a divorce so much all day. Yeah, right. Okay, look at how many people do get divorced and then end up back together. I think they have a true friendship at the root of whatever is in this marital separation, right? Mm -hmm. And they go out there, they test the waters, they have their autonomy from each other, and I think they will actually find their way back. You do? I actually think they will. But he's off with his Dancing with the Stars partner, learning how to do the horizontal boogie. Yeah, I'm not impressed. You're not impressed with him? I'm not impressed with, no shade to Emma, but... Oh, you're not impressed with um, the Dancing with the Stars partner, Emma Slater. Listen, if you are rubbing up against someone, yeah. let's use us as an example okay. again. Okay, wow. If we were bumping and grinding in here every day, at some point, we're going to get curious. Oh, wow. We're not very, in love. Wait, let me stop it. You're very we're flirtatious. Not, we're not in love, Charlie. It was just a moment. We're not <laughs> yeah. in love. So right. my point is that time will come and go. Uh, Kyle is having fun. You know, she's been a wife and a mom for over half her life. Yeah. She's just having some fun. But I think there is a true love and connection. They were with each other when we didn't know who either one of them were. And I think they really still love each other. Well, yeah, I mean, Kyle says we're still a love story. Yeah. Said just then. I and so. I mean... At the moment, I would have thought that love story is in its lowest point. They will yeah. become a, like a successful love story if they get back together. But at this point, we're at like the intermission in the middle, like where like yes. they need saving. Yes. And so I, I don't rule out, you know, what you're saying. But at the moment, they're going to have to do a lot of work to get it back. Potentially, yeah. I mean, they're stronger together than they are apart as in terms of a business. Mm -hmm. And they've both got their own TV shows. He's got a right. real estate show. He's worth $100 million, apparently. But He's got a real estate empire. It's not just about the money. You know, I remember someone telling me once, you should never make a critical decision at the top or the bottom of a wave. Okay. And that's love, right? Now, I will say he was lying about everything, and I found out later he was married. But it was still sound advice. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> they're just at the bottom of the wave, and this isn't the time to make a critical decision. Okay. I'll buy that. Maybe. Maybe I'll buy that. Yeah. I'm not so no, sure, that, though. I think this is going to be great for ratings to see them reconnect. And I will say by next season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, they will be reconciling. I'm just sick of, like, the back and forth and back and yeah. forth. Just give us a decision and let's live with it. But why do they owe us a decision? It's none of our business. It's people every day right now walking amongst us that are separated or living separate lives without us knowing. But they, they didn't choose to be on a reality show and, and expose their lives to the world. That is what Real Housewives is. I get that, but we know that they're separated. Now we have to say, what did you eat for breakfast? What did Mauricio eat? She doesn't know what he ate for breakfast. They're going to get divorced. What did he talk to Emma about? She doesn't know. I mean, it's life. They're separated. We should wait until they give us some more information. I can't wait for the new season of the show when yes. they're dating people while living in the same home. Like that that's going to be weird. That's going to be weird and kind of entertaining. Like they will find their way back to each other. You heard it here first on, what is this called? The TMZ podcast. Yes, everybody knows that. <laughs> Eunice, Eunice. <laughs>
Okay, on to our final story. Dr. Phil is back on his own network. So he's been on a bit of a hiatus. Mm -hmm. we, we haven't been getting the Dr. Phil we love and cherish in the afternoons. Usually it's afternoon programming. Mm -hmm. But now he's got his own network. It's called Merritt Street Media. And he is going to do his Dr. Phil show in prime time. Like to compete with the nightly news, there's going to be Dr. Phil you can switch on. It's called Dr. Phil Primetime. Yeah, no. You're not going to do it? I'm not going to do it. Why not? Well, I don't. Did we miss Dr. Phil? I mean, I didn't really notice he was gone. Okay. So this is what I think. I think Dr. Phil is going to end up in the political arena. Oh. I think this production company is a call to a certain base. Yes. And I think he's going to build up those numbers in prime time before he makes his run for uh Texas governor, you heard it here first. Texas governor. Yes. Eunice, I don't mind that prediction. Yeah, because I think it's going to happen. In his little ad for the network, which he put out on Twitter, um, he said, look, we're not in Hollywood anymore. We're in Dallas. Oh, wow. My, that accent changed into like what was country. That? What was that? We're in Dallas, Texas. Mm -hmm. So they've moved from Hollywood. They've like, they're going away from like the woke, liberal mm -hmm. California we're going to go to the American heartland. We want to talk to you, America. We and, want to meet you. And let me tell you how I know this is political, because he wants to talk about real families and real problems, because American families and our core values are under attack. Wow. That's a dog whistle. You have, you have solved this. You're yeah. Right. He's going to talk about how he has stimulated the economy in Texas with this new studio there. Mm. He's going to have all of these guests on, and he is building his um, campaign right now. I like that prediction a lot. I could yeah. see it and I think he'd get votes. Like, yes. I think he'd, like America, but I mean, do black people watch Dr. Phil? Yeah. They like Dr. Phil? I didn't say we liked him, but you know, <laughs> black people like mess and Dr. Phil is messy, yeah, messy, is. messy. But will like, he moving to Texas mm -hmm. because his, like his base, Dr. Phil's base yes. is largely sort of like white conservative people. Right. And on his show, he wasn't able to necessarily uh, cater to one versus the other. Huh. Right. Mm. And so now it's on his own terms. I'm absolutely certain what it's going to be. And I can promise you not that many black people will be watching. Now, if he brings some of his old guests on, you know. Like who? Octomom? Like Octomom. Where is Octomom now? Yeah, I know. We need to bring her back. He's not going to bring her back. So no, I won't be watching. Um, what about, he also gave us Catch Me Outside. Unfortunately, he did, right? He's responsible for that. Like she is... Rich, rich. She's rich. She has a lot of money. I know. Why? Because, uh, no, no, no. She deserves a lot of credit. She deserves so much credit. For? Because no one has made their 15 minutes extend this long like Daniel Brigoli. Like, who would have thought that one little line, catch me outside? No, it's cash me outside. Cash me outside. Oh, yes. And then she would parlay that into like a rapping career and a different careers. And now she's like a millionaire who owns houses from that one interview with Dr. Phil. So I, I think her smoke and mirrors, I applaud. No, I'm not into it because she got that from some little black girl on the playground who is still in the projects on the playground talking about they used to be friends. Oh, you think she appropriated the... No, do I think she appropriated cash me outside? Why people can't say cash me outside? Oh, after they've been hanging out with their black friends, absolutely. Oh, wow. This is going to be like a big... Controversy now. Like, catch me controversy. It absolutely won't be a controversy. Oh, is that like a, did I mispronounce that word? Absolutely. Okay. I do many words. 
Controversy. Controversy. Thank you. Controversy. See, and that's just like how some little black girl taught her cash me outside. See how that works? Oh, there we go. That's a good place to end it. You're on the podcast every day. I'm not. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you very much for joining me, Eunice. Charlie Cotton. And we will see you guys here tomorrow. Bye. 